Welcome to the Plants Grow Us podcast. I'm your host and gardener, Sherry Arlene. This is where I share my gardening experiences to educate, empower, and inspire beginner gardeners to plant, nurture, and harvest in kitchen gardens, those beautiful spaces created outside front and center of our yards where we grow fruits, vegetables, herbs, and flowers to share the joy with family, friends, and community. Along our journey, we discover and celebrate the ways gardening gracefully sows and grows tiny gems in those spaces inside our heart, mind, body, and soul. I invite you to unearth and nurture the places in your life that can only be fulfilled by gardening. If you're ready for a beautiful harvest, come grow with us. In episode 14 of Plants Grow Us, I shared how I prepare my seedlings to have a successful transplant to their permanent home outside. Now that your seedlings are outside, I hope they're enjoying the sunshine and the rain. In this episode, I share how to protect them from the dreaded aphid, those common garden bugs that are so tiny about the size of a pinhead and so camouflaged in white, black, green, yellow, pink, and brown that they are almost undetectable unless we know what to look for. One morning, we go outside as usual, and while admiring our beautiful plants, we spot something strange that we didn't notice the day before. It looks like there are tiny specks on our plants, and upon closer inspection and to our horror, we notice that those tiny specks have tiny legs and that there are a lot of them. But where did they come from? Some aphids fly and land on our tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, rose bushes, hydrangeas, and many more of our plants. Sometimes they're blown by the wind. Other times they're transported on seedlings that we buy from the nursery. And sometimes they're in the soil as eggs from last season. What do they do? Aphids have an interesting life cycle, which for us gardeners can be challenging. They lay eggs and they can give birth to live baby aphids depending on the type of aphid and the season. They hide and lay eggs on the underside of leaves. They pile themselves high on the stem in numbers so great that they look like they're part of the stem itself. They suck the sap and nutrients from our plants, leaving them damaged and, if gone undetected long enough, destroyed. They devour the buds of flowers until they're misshapen and so badly damaged that they're stunted 
and will never bloom and blossom. Aphids deposit a sticky substance called honeydew, not related to the melon, which attracts ants. The ants kill the aphids' natural predators, and this perpetuates the growth of the aphid population and the devastation of our plants. It's a symbiotic relationship between aphid and ant, ant and aphid. What are the natural predators of the aphid? Ladybugs love aphids and can eat up to 50 a day. Lacewings, spiders, and parasitoid wasps are also natural predators of the aphids and are part of your garden ecosystem. However, ants are predators of each of these. What are some symptoms of aphids? Number one, if you see ants traveling up and down the stems and back and forth across the leaves of your plants, you may have aphids. If your plant has yellow, curled, or twisted leaves, or if you notice a dark brown substance, which is honeydew, you have aphids. Now, what do you do? You may want to get a pen and write this down in your garden journal. The best thing to do is to be proactive. As we know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I cover my garden beds with tool and I try to keep them covered all year long because remember, aphids may lay eggs in your soil this season, which in Fest your plants next season. You may want to introduce ladybugs into your garden early in the season before you have aphids. Each time I go to my garden, I check my plants for aphids as well as other pests. I always inspect seedlings before I purchase them from the nursery And as an added measure of prevention, when I bring them home, I set them somewhere away from my garden for a few days before I plant them so that any pests that I may have missed at the nursery may just fly away. I also spray my plants with neem oil, a neem oil and water mixture once a week. I wholeheartedly believe in companion planting, so I plant lots of marigolds throughout my garden. You may want to listen to my episode, Marigolds. Plant as many as you can. I also like to plant nasturtium outside of my raised beds to attract aphids aphids away from my garden. If they come, maybe they will enjoy the nasturtium instead of my tomatoes or my cucumbers. If you're like so many of us and your plants 
are already affected by aphids, how do you get rid of them? You can get rid of them by hand. Aphids are soft-shelled, so most likely will be destroyed just by you handling them. I use small spurts of water in a spray bottle several times a week when I have aphids. The neem oil, one quarter neem oil, three quarters water. Spray them and that will help. If the infestation is large, go ahead and cut back the infected stems and throw them away in the trash can. Never throw away diseased or infected plants in your compost bin. Make sure that any aphids that fall into your soil are cleaned up immediately. Lastly, remember aphids exist all over the world and they reproduce quickly. You're likely to encounter them on your favorite plant at some point in time. When you do, I promise you, you will want to cry. However, if you're consistent, persistent, and prepared, you have a fighting chance. Remember, as gardeners, we must always think about nature and how to work with nature. Gardening is an art and a science. So just know You're doing the best you can and give yourself grace in the garden. Before I go, I'd like to say good morning to my precious, precious grandson, Hunter. I love you and I look forward to playing with you in the garden. If you're ready for a beautiful harvest, come grow with me. Thank you for joining me. Please go ahead and follow or subscribe so that you're here for the next episode of Plants Grow Us.